I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today's guest is Mandy Simpson, owner of NOLA Boards, a New Orleans-based business making handcrafted cutting boards, countertops, furniture, and more. Today, we'll talk about efforts to promote local retailers this holiday season and how buying from New Orleans-based businesses benefits shoppers as well as the regional economy. Mandy Simpson, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Rich. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Okay, so for those who don't know, what is NOLA Boards? All right. Well, NOLA Boards, in its simplest form, is a culinary gift shop. We have tremendously grown over the years in terms of what we offer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think most people probably know us for cutting boards. However, we've grown to incorporate lots of different items, all related to culinary, cooking, bar, anything you can think of in that arena, but also focusing on um, locally made items. So we don't just have, you know, we have things for babies, too, and kids and all the above. Okay. So now tell me about the boards, though. How did it start? And what's special about these these boards that you make? Well, um, we started back in 2014. Um, I was doing a completely uh, different. I was in a completely different career okay. um, as a social worker at Oshner, a transplant social worker. And uh, Darren, my husband, he's a woodworker, has been for many years. He was working on other big residential commercial projects. Um, and we were asked, or he was asked, I should say, to make a cutting board for a uh, wedding present from one of our friends. Right. So we did it. He said, you know, I can make you a million cutting boards if you want. But he made one. I posted a really pretty picture of it online. Um, our friends and family saw it and all started asking and inquiring. I thought, wow, this could be a really good side hustle. So we made a few more, brought it out to um, farmers markets and things like that. And I mean, the first one just sold out almost immediately. So we kept doing it. And a few months later, it was sort of expanding. Couldn't really keep up with doing my own job and handling this, you know, pseudo side business side hustle that we had. And as I was trying to take phone calls in the bathroom of the hospital (laughs) for orders, I decided I have to make a decision. Wow. Uh, So long story short, that's that's how it came about. And we we started the business. And after that, about, I don't know, six months later or so, I got a random phone call from New York and it was Rachel Ray's um, people. What? So <laughs> I didn't know that detail. Yeah. So they wanted to they wanted to speak to our people, which at the time was just me. Um, you were the people. I was the people. Yeah. And uh, it was great. They they somebody put our boards in their hands. They loved the product. Wow. They uh, wanted to feature us as their number one gift for the holidays that year. That was 2015. And, you know, as they say, the rest is history. So that's, wow, that's I our didn't know that beginning detail. story. Yeah. <laughs> but so that that's so great. And how, how nice that it was this viral thing that happened. Totally. You yeah. had no intention of this, right? No intention. Not Definitely not Rachel Ray, you know, who was a lot, big at that time. What a, what a left turn and life change from that first board. Yeah. Just if you can, talk me through quickly your locations. I think you started somewhere else in magazine. Yeah, we actually started just a block down um, in a much smaller space. We're now um, almost tripled our size uh, in this new location. Um, But we love it here. This is our our headquarters now. We had a location in the French Quarter, too, but we did close that during COVID just 
wasn't the right time, right, right place for that. Um, so we focused all of our efforts here. And then, as we might talk about in, later in the podcast, some things going on in the future. Oh, fun. All right. Well, <laughs> you can te- you tease us and we'll learn yes. about it later. But so so for people who don't know, where are we on Magazine? Okay. We are in the 4200 block of Magazine Street, 4228. And um, most people find us because they know us as being across from Shia Restaurant or La Petite Grocery. Right. You're definitely on my route when I'm when I'm uh, doing that last minute uh, December twenty second through twenty fourth uh, <laughs> emergency run. Yes, last <laughs> I, I, <minute> was, <laughs> I think I was literally here on Christmas Eve last year. I, I, I might have been one of the last people. They probably like, throw you out like at three or something. So yeah, we were running making the rounds. But um, okay, so talk to me a little bit about uh, the the makers that are that, whose stuff is in the store that doesn't come from you and is how you support other folks. Right. Okay. Well, of course, you know we have our own line of cutting boards and other wooden products that we make by our craftsmen. Um, but something that's been sort of a hallmark of the business from the beginning is to highlight other small um, local artists. Right. So to give them a platform and just support them, um, you know, with their sales and kind of get their name out there. Um, we do, We have all kinds of things. I mean, from just from your typical, you know, art that you can put on the wall to hand-painted oysters. Um, we work with a seamstress who does um, some of our, you know, baby clothing, and she also does our um, our tea towels and kitchen towels and things like that. Now, why is it important, and how does it make business sense for you to bring other people's work into it? Well, I mean, it's, it's always just been a big thing of mine, just being an artist myself, um, I did photography in the past, and I always found it hard back then to find an outlet. Um, And I think for small makers to have a place on, you know, one of the main streets in New Orleans, one of the main shopping streets um, that people know and that gets highlighted when tourists come in, I think that's a really big deal for them. How did you fare during the pandemic? How did this all affect you? And afterward, you know, the aftermath. Yeah, it's interesting. So... You know, we, like everyone else, had to shut down um, for several weeks and, you know, just pivot on our heels. And I think like most other small businesses here and everywhere, just a lot of it went to online. Um, For us, people were starting to cook at home more. So in terms of our business during COVID, we were definitely getting a lot more people ordering cutting boards because that's what people were doing. You know, it was less... um, Sadly for restaurants, but less people going out to eat, um, but more people cooking at home. Um, So although, you know, it did affect us, thank goodness it didn't put us out of business. So it it may be where bike shops had this huge spike and then bookstores had a big spike. You guys maybe aren't in that exact category, but you weren't like the restaurants that basically everything just stops cold. Exactly. Yeah, we were fortunate um, that people still were, you know, people were doing zooms on cooking shows and everybody cooking together and things like that so it and i wouldn't say it helped us necessarily but it it definitely helped not put us under (laughs) nice nice one thing i was thinking though that because i I feel like the boards are are wedding gifts that kind of thing and so there weren't a lot of weddings for a minute um right so maybe you lost that business but then some of that was made up for in the other category exactly yeah and we i mean we do other things too like corporate gifts and things like that so that obviously people weren't doing as much of that at that time yeah especially for the last two holiday seasons um but you're right but we made up for it um with the the home buyer, the homeowner. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Now, what about afterward with the, with the, with their? 
I don't know if you guys are affected by supply chain issues, but there's supply chain issues, staffing shortages, mm-hmm. uh, general inflation. What's it like for you guys oh, right yes. now? Um, 100%, all, all the above. Um, staffing issues across the board. Um, I speak to many businesses all the time, all during the week. And um, we are all saying the same thing about how difficult it is to find employees, um, people who really want to be there. Um, and I, that's still ongoing. Um, I'm grateful right now that we have secured a really great team, a really strong team. Um, but I, I am still hearing it across the board that people are having difficulties, especially in the restaurant industry, finding um good people just finding people in general well since we're talking here in this narrow (laughs) corridor at your shop uh, surrounded by inventory and here you are with your apron on uh, am i (laughs) guessing that you're going to basically be here every single day yes (laughs) yes that's the other thing is um many owners are stepping back into you know their stores into being on the floors um and doing all the things that they do in the background which is always a million things um but yes i am i'm on the schedule almost every day um through the holidays I can only imagine. Now, so, so that I, I wanted to talk to you because uh, last week was Small Business Saturday. Yes. And I thought you'd be a good person to talk to and represent a lot of other folks who were in business just like you. Uh, now, I was out of town, but I hear that Small Business Saturday was very soggy. Yes. So, it was a washout. Um, you know, that, that's unfortunate because that was supposed to be a big day to get the word out yeah. uh, about how important it is to shop local. Um, can you talk to me about... Talk. Let's talk about that. Why is it important to shop local? Why is that good for shoppers? And and then also, what does it mean for the economy, right. the local economy, to have that dollar come here versus go off to you know who? Yeah. Well, um, several things on that point. I mean, I th- I just think in general it's important to keep the local dollar local. So keeping it um, within the small businesses. I know we all we all have shopped on Amazon. We do that and. And that's fine. There's just some things that, you know, electronics and whatnot that you get there. But um, I always encourage people to supplement that with shopping local and, you know, picking up a few things here and there. Um, also, I mean, it's just different. You get the you get the in shopping, in person experience, you know, of the olden age of shopping mm-hmm. that you just don't get anymore um, right. by, you know, clicking online. Um, I know here at NOLA Boards, we we provide a really special experience when you walk in the store. We have tastings. We have great customer service. You know, if you need to customize something, we're going to walk you through that. We're going to we're going to give you that attention that you're not going to get online. And I know other stores all up and down Magazine Street and all the other great shopping streets in town are doing the same thing. So are you going to be doing are you and other shops maybe in coordination planning on other ways to get the word out and to encourage local shopping since since small business saturday has come and gone and it was a bit of a mess yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um definitely i mean just like this weekend coming up there's merry men on magazine um which is a big uh, event up and down but also just you know uh, upping our sales and specials lots of pop-ups i know a lot of other um small shops also are having pop-ups and bringing other artists in to kind of attract people to come on down and um and and really find things that you're not going to find online. I mean, we just in our store, we have several products that we don't carry online because they are from small makers and we can't, we don't have the quantities. So you'll come in and find things here that you're not going to find anywhere else. Um, Same thing with our cutting boards. We have our, you know, certain signature line on board, online signature boards online, excuse me. Um, However, if you walk in, you're going to find one of a kind boards that, you know, 
that if you get that one, you're not going to see another one like it. Right. And I mean, it almost feels like the strategy now needs to be, we all know that you're going to buy certain things online. Right. It's just going to, it's just, just how gonna it's going to, you're not going to come to Magazine Street to buy a, a 65 inch right. television. But again, there's, there are certain types of gifts and certain types of gift giving occasions where this is absolutely fits the bill and it's it's what's it's what's most appropriate absolutely and just being in new orleans i mean there's so many um businesses here that promote new orleans related things and have new orleans related items you know that you're not going to find online i love walking magazine street uh all the time especially during the holidays um and it seems you know, like an ideal place to be doing what you're doing. And you do have, the, there's the, the legacy of the street and there's the built-in awareness and foot traffic. But I'm curious, what are the pros and cons of running a small business like this uh, here in New Orleans, here on Magazine Street? What, uh, are there particular challenges because we're here? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> certainly, you know, if you look at at rents right so any any small business that has a brick and mortar presence um especially on one of the main streets Mm -hmm. in new orleans whether it be the french quarter or um you know for rett street or oak street or magazine street um that's always going to be a challenge for a small business owner um french quarter is higher than magazine or it's hot yes it's definitely higher in the french quarter um not to say, and then it, it kind of depends also where on Magazine Street you are, which, what your rent rates are, but that, that can always be a difficulty. Um, so obviously you have to make up for that, you know, for in your in your sales. Um, but also just, you know, getting getting the word out to tourists to get further uptown than, right. than just staying in the French right. Quarter. Sometimes that can be a challenge. Um, you know, the, the red bus only goes a certain distance on Magazine Street, for example. Is that right? I didn't know. Mm-hmm, yep, and we're we're actually not on that route, so it stops further down. Yeah, I believe it stops at Louisiana. Huh. Yeah, I know that. yep. Um, so those those present some challenges, but you know that's why with marketing and just kind of you know word of mouth and um, we you know rely heavily on our repeat customers, people who love the product, who are going to come back and who are going to let their friends and their friends of friends know about it. Um, that's, I think, key to survival here for a small business. Do you have any idea the percentage of locals to tourists that make up your business? Oh, that's funny. Somebody just asked me that yesterday. Um, honestly, it's almost 50-50. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, which is surprising because we're a little bit further up on Magazine Street yeah. than, you know, you would think your typical tourist might come. Okay. Um, but we we get quite a bit of tourists, um, and that definitely helps. Um, like I said, they... They love NOLA. They want to bring back something right. from NOLA. Um, all of our boards are branded NOLA, um, and and that's what brings them in. But we also, you know, like I said, still have our, our regulars that come in or just the local that might be driving down and see the sign and want to come check it out or just hear about it from word of mouth. Right. So it's a it's I'm not going to say it's exactly equal 50-50, but definitely more, probably it's more like 60-40. Still um, leaning local. Leaning local, yeah, huh. that area. Yeah. What's also interesting, too, I'm thinking about just watching this street for 30 years, and every year, you know, we try and walk the distance of it. Yeah, and, and it's, <laughs> it's every long. Year, it's long, it's, it's an adventure all day thing, but yep. um, it, what's wild is how certain places are, are stalwart always there mm-hmm. and there's certain spots where they think, hey, there's that shop what's it going to be this year yes you know yes. And so i don't i don't know what makes it what what causes a certain block or a certain location to seem to turn over so much i yeah i'm not i'm not positive about that either my my gut feeling would be that it has something to do with 
rent rates mm-hmm. um, and maybe, how, you know, how long leases are being signed and maybe people don't want to get locked in and, right. you know, especially for like maybe a newer business. Um, but I imagine it probably has a lot to do with the actual real estate um, is my best guess. I wanted to talk a little bit about the support system. You're yeah. part of a community of local business owners, small business owners, retailers. Yeah. So I know you're involved with Stay Local, but can you talk about what groups like that do for you? And then who are you involved with? Which groups did you join and how do they contribute? Sure. Well, yes, I'm, I'm a member of several groups. And obviously, Stay Local is one. We love them. They do a great job promoting um, local businesses. I'm also part of several women's groups. We Back is one. Power of Women is one. American Business Women's Association. All of these have helped promote my business, along with many other women-owned businesses, and support and also give me a platform to speak sometimes about the business, which is nice. And then just being a member of the Magazine Street Merchant Association is great um, because they they promote Magazine Street all year long and really help with that locally and for um, tourists. And then, of course, just being a part of the New Orleans Chamber is a is a biggie. You know, they're, I think, on a bigger scale, they're they're seeing everything happen business-wise in New Orleans and giving you good information for that. But I think having having support like that, besides, you know, just knowing our neighbors and other businesses in the few blocks around us and being able to check in and, you know, how's your day going? Is it, this seems like an odd day, right. you know, with sales, what's yours like? Right. That's super supportive. Like, it, I feel like in New Orleans, uh, this may be different in other cities where people are more competitive, right. you know, with their businesses. I feel like here, um, they tend to be more supportive nice. where we all support each other. Nice. Yeah. So it's good. All right. I'm going to ask you two more questions. The penultimate question is mm-hmm. you, you teased about something on the horizon with, oh. with Nola board. Do you want to share some details? Sure. Give us some scoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the initial scoop. Um, we are definitely going to be expanding in the next year. We love New Orleans and we we are keeping our flagship store here on magazine. Mm-hmm. However, we are expanding the concept of our cutting boards and, you know, lo- locally made products to other cities in a mobile retail pop-up. Wow. Um, yeah. So <laughs> think um think Transformers. I'm a, I'm a child of the 90s, okay. so I ha- okay. I have to like go to that um, visual, but it's like almost like a food truck that opens on the sides. Wow. So, yeah. So we're taking that first to Nashville um, this coming year, and um, we will be Nash Nash boards there, and our boards will be made locally in that area. Wow. Um, just like our boards here are made locally here, um, and we'll be highlighting other small makers from that town as well. And it's in a, in a special a custom vehicle. It's in a cut. Yeah, it's in a custom. I didn't expect you to say that. I don't like saying trailer because that sounds too simple because right. it's going to be much, much no, it's a more than that. But yeah, it's a transformer. <laughs> uh, but we're excited. We're really excited about that. And what uh, a concept. Getting on the road. Is that machinery being created it's, right now? Yeah, it's being created. <laughs> so it's gonna, it takes a while. Everything right now right. takes a while. But um, but yeah, the whole everything slowly morphing together for the for next year. So Nashboards. Nashboards is next. That's the first. The first. That's the first stop, and the, uh, um, it's a great way to test out a new market. Well, that's exciting. Um, and then I mean, we're really looking at southern foodie cities. You know, Nashville, okay, right. Austin, Charleston, um, places like that. My last question: New Orleans has all many wonderful qualities that we all know and love, and it's got challenges that we all know. As a business owner based here, right here on Magazine Street, what makes you worried about the city's economy? And what makes you feel optimistic about our future? Okay, well, I mean, I think I have the worries that 
probably all the other citizens here do with you know crime um has you know hasn't been great um the last few years um so that definitely worries me just not only as a woman in the city but um a business owner and having our doors open you know into the darker hours um but um but i also see you know at the same time i see i see tourism coming back I really do, and that's that's something that we hadn't had for the last couple of years. And I think to almost any business in New Orleans, tourism is key. Um, we are a tourist town. People come to New Orleans for all these different things that we offer, and um, and they want to. They have proven that they want to keep coming back, even when we do have some negative, um, you know, exposure in the media and such. Um, so I think that those would probably be my two two big things. I think that, uh, that's worthy insights. Mandy Simpson, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And good luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biz talks.